Welcome to the World Fusion Show with your host, Derek Jordan, where we bring you interviews and video clips with World Fusion composers and musicians. Hey, this is Derek Jordan. Thank you for joining us today on the World Fusion Show, where we bring you the leading innovators in World Fusion music. Today, we are doing part two with our guest, Steve Shahan, who is a multi-instrumentalist, composer, and one of my favorite living musicians. And he's joining us today, again, from his home outside of Paris. Welcome, Steve Shahan, to the World Fusion Show once again.
are back with Steve Shahan. And Steve, I wanted to ask you about a really unusual method that you chose to get around to these amazing far-flung places on the planet to hear the music, collect instruments, to work with people. And that was, you became a pilot, had your own plane, and you flew there to these places and, you know, were able to really... Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't own the plane, but I worked for companies or small cargo companies with old planes uh, or non-governmental uh, societies to bring some medications in Brazil, in the Amazonia, uh, work in uh, West Africa to bring photographs, to, to, to try new film roles for Kodak, for example, uh, stuff like this. But it would, it would give me the opportunity to use the plane to bring back instruments or carry around musicians or so it was kind of a freedom thing too. And it was a challenge. It was wonderful to, to be able to fly in Africa, in Brazil, in the US. Flying in America was a dream. It helped me to, to, yeah, to again fall in love with this country by the, the power of the, the earth, the soil. America is wonderful. I'm so sad to see all these antagonism. It's happening on the whole planet now, but we're so lucky to be on this planet. So yeah, pilot as a whole, it was a big thing in my life. There's two things linked maybe to a previous life, but the DC tree flying, being a pilot and composing on piano. This is another part of my life, but the piano is something really important in my life. So as a pilot anyway, and listening to music when you do a night fly, you know, like six, seven hours flight in, in the night, of course, you, you, you're still linked, you know, radio and stuff, but you can listen to music. And this is fantastic. You're flying over oil stuff. You see the, the fires, you know, and, and, and you're listening to music and you still have five hours to fly. Kind of relax, really high. It's delicious. It's, it's like a, a dream, a film. And it's books. And my life, as I said, no school a lot, but I've been reading a lot. And of course, all those authors uh, who wrote about adventures in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, which were fantastic in terms of technology and, and, and flying and stuff like this. For me, it was, uh, it was I was living suddenly in a world that I really liked. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> and of course, being high above the earth, you get a different perspective. Of course. On the whole oh, thing. Yeah. And every, all the little goings on down below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facing storms, hurricanes, cold fronts. Sometimes it was a little funky. I mean, I had a few little... It was uh, not always easy, but it was great and challenging. You must have had some scary moments as well. Yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. Nearly crashed in Colorado. Very lucky to no no one was harmed, and I yeah I managed to save the plane, but mostly the, the passengers. Actually, we were touring with Bruce Dunlap, and suddenly a huge thunderstorm. You know, middle of the summer, so I had to do a. A quick landing on some place in a remote little field, and uh, the next morning we were really high, and we had to take off really early because of the density of air. And we finally took off a little late, half an hour difference. It makes a huge difference. So the, we need a longer strip to yeah. to take off, and so we almost uh, went over the cliff. We managed to stop the airplane, but they had a big hole in one of the wings. Wow. Logically, I should have called the FAA. I didn't. 
I use gaffer tape. It's probably prescription today, but I don't know how I did it. We gaffered with my friend, the pilot. Of course, the passengers, they went by themselves. We found a guy who drove them to Aspen, I think. And uh, with my friend, co-pilot, we decided to fly the plane to Santa Fe to have it fixed. But totally illegally, you know, a hole in the wing, imagine. But uh, we managed well, adventure. It, it, <laughs> it shows your ability to improvise as well. So. Oh, well, it's important, I think, in life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's great. Hey, we're going to go to some more music right now and, okay. and, and come back with lots more cool interview with Steve. With pleasure. With pleasure. Sean. Anyway, here we go.
Steve Sean. And Steve, I wanted to ask you about some of your travels. Uh, there's a really interesting trip you took to Bali. You flew there and you had a remarkable experience when you landed. Tell us about this experience. Well, I'm, I'm still asking myself questions. I mean, sometimes I wonder, did I really live this? Yes, there's no fantasy. It's real. I went there. I don't really know why. I heard some gambling music. I didn't understand, of course, what it was. It was really new to me, but I thought it was really interesting. The, 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 how the weight sounds, the harmony, the control, and... So I decided to go to Bali, kind of an urge. I had to go to Bali. The first time I went there, I got off the plane and without any exotics, I felt home. It's very strange. For the first time in my life, I felt normal, nothing fancy. or I just felt, oh, wow, it's strange. And at the airport, there was a bunch of guys dressed traditionally, and they took me. They said, we're waiting for you. We've been waiting for a while. Uh, you were in Bali before. This is your name. And actually, I still wear it, Sanjaya. Uh, and I'm like, no, no, you're, I'm the wrong guy. You were waiting probably for someone else. No, 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 it's you. We know it's you. Honestly, two hours later, I was in a, in a little house, simple house in the hills with a grandfather learning stuff that I didn't even know I was able to play it. Totally dependent things with the gander in the salon. I mean, really traditional Balinese stuff. And the whole trip went like this. I mean, Bali, everything was just stunning, amazing, strange. Um, people gave me instruments. I met people who make gongs or kendangs and drums, and, and they were happy to see me. It's, very, it's a very strange feeling because there was no, I didn't fool anyone. I, I, I was questioning myself, but it was the way, it, it was like this. And then it was the beginning of a plague that plague that took place. Dengue was coming back, uh, mosquito disease, and I got it. So you, the fever becomes really insane right away. You lose weight. Wow. <laughs> really like 10, 15 kilos in just two weeks. It was amazing. And you, yeah, you're bound to die. I mean, so I was, since I was traveling in small villages and every village, they were trying to help or cure or take care of me. It's very strange because there, there are pictures and the whole village is around me, uh, shaking me in a hammock or uh, having me drink strange stuff. And, and well, even some doctors too tried stuff and local little doctors, nothing really worked. And then it was just getting worse and worse. But then... I met uh, yeah, a sorcerer, uh, and he proposed, proposed a deal. He said, I'm going to do something with you, and it's a deal. You will die. I will make you die very quick, and you will decide if you want to stay dead. <laughs> it's a strange thing, but that's the way it went. Or you come back. But if you come back, there's a, you have to make a bow. You have to decide of something that's important and in link with what's going on here. And honestly, even being sick and 20, not even 20 years old, I mean, I, I, I talk to myself. If I have to die here, well, I'm blessed. Thank you, because I didn't know it existed. And it's okay. I accept it. It, it was that strong. But the guy does this with his fingers on my neck. And indeed, I leave my body. It's really fast, and uh, I get back into the body. And uh, I said, well, you have, you're back. You have to make a vow. And the vow is everything I've did since 
arrows and uh, because it was before, right before arrows all the work until today i mean it was to with with today internet everything doesn't mean anything anymore but if you remember those days it meant really something else to find something you had to travel a lot you have to search a lot you had to be really curious and and take time to to understand and to to learn and i decided that i would do my best to make different cultures, music, people meet and merge, maybe to create something a little different, something new. Other composers have made this, Bartok or Stravinsky, or not that I'm, I'm not taking myself for this kind of genius, but there was, I, I thought that we could do more, even in, 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 you know, in a jazz approach. And some guys have been doing a lot of good things, even from the pop rock, but I think, I think and I thought I had my share, I could do something with it. So that was the vow to dedicate myself to this. And uh, okay. <laughs> and it was a little complicated, but I was able to fly back to France. Uh, uh, in those days, um, I was I just moved to France uh, from Sweden. And um, as I think I told you once, uh, the sorcerer gave me a kind of a weed, seaweed uh, bracelet um something that would help me to get back home some sacred stuff uh, that really you put it it's humid wet and then you put it around your arm and it becomes really dry like a stone and you can't take it off it's really complicated but the guy said as soon as you get to paris put it in the water put your arm in the water take away the thing and send it back to us it's really important went back to paris things happened I didn't have any paper in France so they, they caught me the police and everything it was really complicated being American in France is um yeah it's not easy and it wasn't easy at all still not probably but uh all this and then music and work and try and blah 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 I forgot about the armband it wasn't my arm I just didn't think of it wow suddenly like two months after one and a half months Two guys dressed traditionally come to my door in the middle of Paris. They didn't, how did they get the address? I don't know. But they were at the door. They were not like nice and smiling and touristic or whatever. They were really like serious. We're coming. You forgot to send the bracelet, the, the armband back. He's dying. You got to do it now. Wow. And suddenly, like everything came back. Of course, I forgot. It's just to tell you how powerful these things were and are. And it's uh, deep and yeah, everything went okay. I gave it back and I was really so stupid. And But it's powerful. And this place was really powerful to me. Yeah, I was lucky to go back and do a lot of things and recordings. And But this first encounter with Bali really changed my life. And the mentality, the, the generosity and the intelligence of their music and the fact that they need to be together to play no one does double you know everyone does one and you know it just links like this it's really polyrhythmy but in a human way it's amazing it's really stunning and it still goes on it's fragile i went to bali recently because i had to see those guys i met uh, 40 years ago i had to meet them again some went away some are still there they're aging but the situation in bali is really hard very 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 hard so um yeah that's the way it is so um, i don't know maybe i'll try to do something else i don't know i still I always include bali somehow in in all my projects there's always a balinese little something always that's right that's <laughs> so great so i'd love to go to some more music right now 
then maybe we could also go to something that shows some of your influence of Balinese music as well. All right. Y 
Fantastic show that we had once again with Steve Shahan. And I'm just so grateful that he could join us. So thank you so much. I want to thank our wonderful sponsors, Mackenzie Family Travel Trust, Chris Pratt, Nancy Feinberg, and Ron Dance for their generous support. And as we always like to say on the show, remember, think globally, listen locally, and support independent music. Check out the video version of the show by going to YouTube or Facebook and searching for The World Fusion Show. To support The World Fusion Show and to make more shows possible, please go to DerekJordan.com and click on the support page.